You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at $2, $5, $10, or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. the national treasure that is Miss Dolly Parton. Do you really think our lily white asses are the only ones that matter? Why is this something that is still being debated in 2020, the year of our Lord? I swear, what? <sighs> the rate flames on the side of my face. <laughs> Just breathing, heaving breaths. Breathing? Just heaving breaths. Why on earth is Black Lives Matter a controversial statement? But here we are. Ugh. So, uh, indeed. So, in order for us, first of all, I'm going to introduce everyone to our review who also have the flames on the side of their face. Um, first off, we have Santi over here. Hello, hello, I'm Santi, hello. And <laughs> like the echo, Santi, Santi, Santi. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> and we have Harmony up in this hello. other corner. And oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. And with a special guest, <laughs> we have Mr. Michael, who also happens to share jewelry with Harmony. Yeah, that's my special way of saying that they are little hearts around their Yay. heads. Hello, all. Hi. Yeah, and I am Mindy. Again, flames, side of my face. Why is this still a conversation? Anyway, so getting into the review, we are reviewing Woke, which is a Hulu comedy drama. It kind of blurs a line between both of them, uh, created by the cartoonist Keith Knight, based on his uh, comic strip series, The K Chronicles. And would anybody like to go over the synopsis of this show? Uh, Woke is the story, which I hear is semi-autobiographical story, um, of a guy named Keith Knight. His The spelling of his name is, like, uh, changed throughout the show, but it's spelled K-E-I-T-H and K-E-E-F. I don't, so, I don't know why that's relevant, but I wanted to point that out. But it's a... It's a show about a cartoonist who Named makes like Keith a very apolitical, Knight. yeah, a, a, a very apolitical like type of cartoon about like toast and butter. It's uh, super cute. I believe it like runs in a local newspaper. Keith is a bit of a local celebrity and his career is taking off. Um, and he's, you know, like a pretty like. He's such a mild-mannered guy. Like, he's really nice. Except that on his big opening night at Comedy-Con, um, or Cartoon-Con, I forget the name of Just the con C-Con. that he was at. C-Con. C-Con. Yes. Yeah. He apparently has, a, you know, just a slight 
meltdown on stage as a consequence of, well, like a few things that happened to him. He apparently gets, I guess he fit the description of a, of a thief and he gets accosted by the police. Among other things, he gets talked to by a, a very pun intended woke journalist who feels that his cartoon isn't necessarily woke enough. I suppose there is something to say about woke and their intentions for um, having commentary, and we may get into that later, but needless to say, Keith's meltdown costs him his career, and he goes through a transition, an arc, uh, 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 he goes through something. An awakening. I'm not really sure what it is, frankly. I don't know if he awakens, I'm not sure I'm going to go quite that far and say that Keith Knight wakes up in the first season of this show. Well, he, he wakes up and inanimate series. objects start talking to him. Yep. That was my next point. He does see cartoons in real life, kind of like they did. I mean, maybe kind of like they did in Cool World. Maybe oh, not necessarily cool. like they did in Roger Rabbit. It, I don't know if he... Yeah, he definitely imagines these cartoons talking to him. And it, they do affect the story. However, their influence seems to cut short just about in episode six. They they, they almost disappear completely from the show except for like a few segments. But it is one of the coolest parts of the show. I will say that. So how did everybody... Is it obvious that I'm not a huge well, fan well, of the I, show? Aww, so, see, I'm, I'm a fan of the show. And I, I feel like his seeing the cartoons uh, talking to him is... Uh, and, and Harmony can, can vouch because I've said I said this. It's like his uh, his traumatic experience with the San Francisco police slamming him to the ground because he fit the description. Um, you, you can't see my face, mm-hmm. but I, I also fit the description. So this was particularly, <laughs> uh, you know, affecting for me. Um, it's like he had a psychotic break. It's like it was so traumatic that it just completely shattered his his reality. And... Yeah, because before this, he just was like, I just want to live. I don't want to make a statement. I just want to make these cute little cartoons about a piece of toast and a piece of butter. Mm-hmm. And I don't, you know, I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm just living do-do-do-do-do kind of life. And then all of a sudden, blam into the concrete because he fit the description. Because he was putting up and flyers. He, yeah, he didn't even see it coming. He had on headphones, was listening to music, everything was hunky-dory. And then suddenly yeah. he's on the concrete. Which is how it can happen. <laughs> Yeah. So I I enjoyed this show as well. I and I thought and granted I I am pasty white. I will admit this. Um but I thought that it was a really good way in both the 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 tone of it cuz the the show while it does get into these really complex issues in regards to race and and gender too they yeah. talk you know there's a lot of commentary about gender as well mm-hmm. um and you know these really hard topics that that are still really really important to talk about and hard to talk about in many cases but in a lighthearted way so that it's easier to digest as opposed to you know being like you know white knuckles being thrown at you so it is able to deal with these complex issues while make while being easier to um i don't want to say relate to but again digest really taking that information yeah taking the information into something and and being able to break it down into um easier viewing chunks so that you can you can see 
that what a lot of the discussion tends to be very, very uh, black and white, cut and dry kind of things. It's like, no, there are a lot of facets to these things that you may not anticipate. And some of them are good and some of them are bad. And there are unforeseen circumstances that, that if you're just looking at right, wrong, uh, no middle ground for anything, you don't necessarily see. And I thought that right. that was really, really clever and really, really well done in regards to how it was written. And I think um, mm-hmm. what one of the things that I got out of it was the fact that becoming woke, as it were, be- becoming more aware of the things that you've heard about, you've been told about, but you just you just don't want to look directly at until it literally hits you in the face. And then trying to cope with that is is difficult, and you you won't always do it perfectly. You will sometimes right. create worse problems than you're trying to solve because you, you just you can't do it perfectly when you're just trying to figure it out. Right. I tried to make it better, right. and I made it worse. Well, that yeah. or like I tried to make it better, but because I don't have the right the the same perspective it didn't come out the right way like i right. i loved you know in that scene where you know he is being knocked to the ground by the cop he has one of his roommates who is uh uh is it gunther and blake anderson who's the the white roommate um, he comes in and he gets all in one of the other cops face. He's like, t- you know, banging on his badge and is like all of, and later on they point out, it's like, yeah, you were there and you were, you know, being a good ally. But at the same time, it's like, yes, he was a good ally stepping in. But at the same time, this is a very clear example of privilege because if this had been a black dude, he would have been on the ground too. So it's like, dead. he would have been dead. Yeah. That, I mean, just yeah. to be completely honest. Yeah. Right. So it's like, it also shows those types of things. It's like, even things that are good also have another uh, facet to them if you look at them from a different angle. And that that's what I mean when it's like it's really good at breaking down complex issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And, and I, I, I enjoyed kind of some of the subversive or maybe not subversive, but some of the, the ways that they were telling the story. Yes. Um, for example, when we get to the koala, which is that one of my That episode hands down, was hard, Messed up. Because, oh my gosh, like, yes. It's, it's literally like people care more about this koala that, that you know, gets out or whatever. And, and they care more they that care somebody about a, a, about shot black a lives. Yeah. Than a guy on the bus. Literally what They what care more than a guy right in front of them who needs their help. Right. Yeah. Or a guy who, need, who needs help. And like that, yeah, that hit me like really hard. Yeah, that I'm one was a people, great you know, episode. Oh, and it's just kind of part of, you know, 2020 being a shit <laughs> shit year i think right. you know i think that all of this is really you know starting to get to me oh yeah. i thought it was interesting it, yeah. how that they, they actually were in 2020 like there's one episode yep. where the roommate mentions that it's 2020 which i thought was apt as far as like in my perception of this show they mentioned COVID. Being like an exercise in passive thinking i i yeah. feel like 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 keith is like in like a, a, a prime example of like a passive character like he yes. 
in a in, in like in a bit of like a woke world and i suppose like that's like a commentary on 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 the idea that perhaps not all black men like want to be so um one-sided about you know art i suppose because there are references to do the right thing and um there was a reference to that jordan peele movie get out. um get out, get out that yeah no, no, just get and, out. <laughs> sorry, sorry. And, get out and uh and so the um <clears throat> the I suppose like there was like a lot of like intention to make an, a statement about all that art and then as well as like being someone in that world and also choosing like not to engage in kind of that conversation or just keep it light the way he told that journalist he just wants to keep it light he doesn't want to talk about um you know the things that are oppressing like black people and I, th- I and that's why I thought this show is kind of just like I, I suppose strange to me in that regard because I felt like it was just choosing to be um passive in a time when i feel like it's like anything we should be anything but and 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 i just feel like that was like for me just like a very um i guess disappointing aspect of this show because for the most part i did find it very watchable and like i do think that as the show like progresses there's um there's some attempts to maybe address um something intelligent about the comments it's making but they don't choose to follow through with any of it there's very like wishy-washy um statements about like race and they kind of just don't necessarily know where they stand and where it becomes like a joke to in a lot of ways and that to me seemed like i don't know like it lacked the intelligent like grasp to be able to have that commentary and for me it just seemed like really dull and i was disappointed as heck Oh. See, I don't but, see that as being wishy-washy. I saw that as being like, this is multifaceted and there is no clear-cut answer. Yeah. No, I, I feel that. And like, listening to you guys talk about it, like, I definitely see how, like, choosing to be, like, apolitical, like, isn't necessarily, like, a bad thing. Like, as, and that's kind of, I bet, I mean, I know that there are a lot of people who feel that way. Like, it's like, man, I don't necessarily, like, Emmett's passionate but also like you know he's a very unique um like type of person like he's not like very strong-minded like he's a total hipster like one day he's wearing like a button up all the way to like his neck the next day he's wearing like a fucking dead kennedy's t-shirt with like a cross bag (laughs) fucking messenger bag i was like this guy's kind of punk and but like and i'm and i'm not saying that in a good way like and and so like i i kind of just like I don't know. I didn't like him. Because <laughs> so, like, he kind of just seemed like a, like, uh, I don't know, just spineless to me. And, and, and I, and, and I, I just, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I want to watch a second season of this show just because I want to see this character, like, kind of evolve into more of a, I don't know, more of, more of a protagonist because I honestly feel like you could have like exchanged either one of his roommates as for the protagonist in a lot of these episodes. See, I, and I, I see That's what you mean point. by that, Santi, because you're, you're right. I saw him as a, I see him as a passive character too, but the way I, uh, the way I'm, I read the show is that he has tried to be passive and apolitical. And at a certain point you don't get that option anymore, you know? It's like, yes, he wanted to be passive. He wanted to be apolitical. He wanted his old life back. But once he once he had that experience, it was impossible. And all his efforts to try and get his old life back failed because that's gone. He's got to he's got to be more 
active. He's got to build a, a, a new yes. life at that point. Yeah. It's like a weird retribution because his like animated friends were calling him out for being a total sellout and like being apolitical just for like financial gain, mm-hmm. which was like totally true. Like he was basically like he was not being who he truly was because he knew that that would like put him into a pool with a bunch of other people. And so I guess he was like, oh, like this whole, you know, I don't know, help me. And it did. I mean, he was right. He was obviously like smart and, you know, knew that, you know, making that decision would be helpful for him. And then like, but he was conscious about it because that's where, you know, the, the him being attacked by the cops triggered like the pen calling him out on being a total sellout. And then he's talking to the forties or whatever. And like, I mean, that was, that was like, not necessarily funny as much as it was just like, huh, these guys are like his conscience yeah. and they're like actually like the way that he thinks. So he is like a sellout, but I don't know. It, that's why I didn't like him. I just felt like he wasn't like being true to them. She wasn't being true to thyself. Well, here's the thing is like, what does being true to thyself mean? It's like when you're right. just trying to, you know, truck along and then you know, emotions are messy and the world is a messy place. And when you add discrimination on top of that, it's like, how do you respond? And that's, that's what I liked about it. So it's like, you know, his response was like, okay, I'm going to make this flyer, uh, you know, after that art party that he went to and how, Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden his art's out there and it's being interpreted in so many different ways, both from white people and black people. And it's like, well, I didn't, really intend for this and then later on when he's showing his art at the gallery and he acts and he you know he has a white girlfriend at this time he you know writes out her face in a sharpie and it's like oh this is commentary on blah 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 and it's like well no i was just scratching it out but yes if that's what you think that's absolutely what you think (laughs) um that's exactly what i meant um so it's like you know, sometimes you consciously go through life and sometimes life happens to you. And I think mm-hmm. that this show did a good job of showing both of those aspects to it and just trying to survive both of those things. Well, as a black artist, a black cartoonist myself, um, you know, this was, yeah, I, I buried the lead, didn't I? Um, <laughs> you did. <laughs> um, married, married to a white to woman. A white oh, woman. shit. And... <laughs> I grew up in a military family and I grew up with all these America is great and, you know, everything can be, you know, what you want it to be. But I also got the got sort of this other lesson from my parents that you can't be as good as your white peers and get any recognition. You have to be better than them to even be thought as good. But I tried to kind of keep my life apolitical. And then as I got older, as I went to college and then as I grew older I became more and more and more political and I didn't have a choice you know I, I I couldn't just be passive I couldn't just have that that life of oh let me just you know draw cute funny things that make people laugh and everything will be fine because everything's not fine and now that I know so do you think if you didn't become political that you would have had a meltdown like um um <laughs> My well, my, my I, mean, I guess you had to if, because if if you had, if you had no choice, then it probably, probably would have driven you crazy. If probably, you didn't I yeah. my awakening was more gradual. But if if I'd had that particular kind of experience, yeah, I would have. Um, I think I would have reacted a lot like Keith, and I actually did have a an interaction with the police, um, where they held guns on me, 
and you know, luckily everything was it wasn't necessarily everything was fine, but I wasn't fine, and and to an extent, I'm still not fine. He's he's still not fine. Yeah, I can imagine. You know, every time I see a cop car when I drive, I tense up. It's a trauma reaction, and this this event happened several years ago, and the trauma hasn't gone away. So, so if we, you know, for the sh- for the hope for the show, if there's more seasons of it, you know, that that stuff it just kind of builds on it. Um, yes. Trying to get us back to the show. Right. <laughs> no, um, personal anecdotes are good. Yes, I know, I know. I am looking um, forward to the second yeah, season but, because yeah. at the in the final episode of the first season, we we sort of see him, you know, make the choice to stand well, up. Well, he gets to talk to the cat the cop again as they PR stunt. So you get, they come back to that event. Now, what I wanted to ask about, I mean, talked a lot about, you know, Keith and and his, his trying to navigate the world. How did you guys feel about the animated characters? Did you feel that they added anything? Did you feel that they didn't? How affected did you feel when, you know, he became woke and all these things started talking to them? How did, was that at all effective? Did you think? What did they add? It, it's what drew me to wanting to watch the show in the first place in the in the trailer for the show. Um, I think for me personally, it added um, that that little touch of insanity that you kind of go through <laughs> when you have a traumatic experience. Um, so I, to me, I just kind of like, no, this this guy's losing it. You know, that's that's and, and to see it in a really kind of visceral way like this. Um, was helping me to to kind of understand that character a little more, and you know because of uh, you know familiar experience as well. So that was my experience with the cartoons as well. It was a I, I think it was a, a great way to show that even though he tried to you know shrug this experience off and get back on with his life, that was not possible. He was traumatized and it was making him crazy. I, I want to echo what Harmony said. I mean, and it drew me to the show. I, I thought the animation was like really cool and it looked quirky i think the contrast of having animation on a real live action film will always be attractive to me i just think it's great and it looked great i wish i wish they had more of a role in the movie as far as their contribution i do think it it was just like a light commentary i don't think that i feel like i wish there was more um well, I guess like I guess I want to say that I wish that their characters were better written. They yeah. were kind of just like stronger not, characters. They, yeah, yeah, they weren't very funny, and they were kind of just like stereotypes. Um, kind of reminding Keith like that you know they are real in his mind, I suppose, which was like a good like um, tool as far as the story is concerned. But yeah, uh, underwhelmed as far as the animation characters. I could see that. Yeah, I I definitely could have used more of the animated uh, characters based on, you know, what he's going through in his mind, though I don't know what the line would be to the point where they would get distracting. Um, but yeah. But well, there's, there's literally like one gag where, you know, the forties are talking or whatever, right. and like the, the store clerk, maybe he sees it too. I don't know. That wasn't clear. That was just kind of like dropped and then never revisited again. If anybody else can see these things. Right. But I will say one of my favorite parts in the show was with all of the characters talking to each other in the last episode where they're going about how he's gone to therapy. And I love that, you know, that's a commentary because, you know, again, coming from the voice of a white woman, um, 
I do know that the concept of therapy is not something that the African-American community is kosher with. That's true. You know, grand generalization, I am aware. So the (laughs) fact that they are talking to each other and being, and I love my girl, Cree Summer. I love her. She goddess among voice actors as the paper bag going on back and forth with, I think, the garbage can. Um, Cedric the Entertainer played him, I think. Yeah, going on about how, oh, he doesn't need to go to therapy. And it's like, this is why, you know, people don't get the help they need because of this kind of bullshit. Only she said it differently. You know, so I I, I like that. And of course, you know, Keith David as the Bible. Oh, of course. (laughs) Of course he is. So, yeah. So I loved that they added those little bits of commentary in regards to the... Uh, community as a whole now how much more they could have added with again before without being distracting i don't know but i did like what they were and i did yes i will agree i did want a little more of them yeah yeah so how about we get into final thoughts uh harmony how about you start sure um i all in all really enjoyed this show it was very bingeable like we watched it in an evening um, they are half hour episodes, like about eight episodes, very easy to get through. <laughs> um, I, well, I mean, except for the trauma part, but still, you know, right. <laughs> um, I, 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 I always enjoy a show that I can just kind of sit and, and, and want to binge. I have a hard time just sitting like watching episode after episode after episode of something like all at once. But this, I was like, okay, let's see the next one. Let's see the next one. Let's see the next one. Um, I think, um, that the animation is really cool. I cannot, that Blake Anderson is just, is great in anything he does. He's just hilarious to me who plays Gunter, the uh, white roommate. Um, I'm, I'm always down to watch whatever he's in and stoner humor, you know, is, is, is wonderful. I love it. Um, the, the rest of the cast, I think is a really good ensemble cast. I really liked um, the woman from the more woke news, newspaper whose name I, all of a sudden forgot. Ayana is the character Ayana. name. Uh, Sashir yeah. Zamata is the actor. Ayana. Ayana was amazing. Ayana was was very cool um, and, and still could be like a shit person at times. So I, I, I dug that about her. Um, the rest of the cast, you know, there, it's, it's not like a huge cast. It's like, you know, five main characters that we kind of see over and over again and then in Keith. Um, but I liked it. So I'm going to give this I'm going to give this a solid 8 out of 10 talking 40s. Why not? <laughs> Bottle of 40s. <laughs> and you, Santi? You know, I think I've grown to like this show a little more listening to you guys talk about it. Um, I agree that it's very watchable. Um it has some of the most palatable characters in television. I like that this show doesn't take itself too seriously. It's a good contrast to Netflix shows, which I have been reviewing a lot of those lately, and they just swing so big with those <laughs> really um, big budget casted actors, and you know that lackluster writing is just like wow. It's a, it's it, the letdown is often, but I I will say that this um. This has this show has potential, and maybe maybe they're just getting started, and that's why um, I feel like I wanted so much more out of this show. Um, I will say that I do feel like it's a little bit long. I feel like it could have been like six episodes, considering like some of the middle episodes like kind of just have no context in the story. Mm. Uh, but 
But they were entertaining. I, I will say that uh, there was a, a more than a few instances where I laughed out loud. Um, I think the animation is cool. I think that is a quirk that I hope that they bring back in season two with 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 a, with a lot of heavy hitters and you know some more changes to the characters. Um, bravo to Hulu for not taking itself too seriously. <laughs> I will give this show uh, seven out of ten. Bay Aryans? Like, what the hell was that with? <laughs> like, that was such a like triggering fucking name for a newspaper. Like, anyway. Oh, oh. oh yeah. Oh, I'm dumb. I just got that. Okay. Anyway, how about you, Michael? Um, oh, I, I, didn't it it oh, I didn't get it. I didn't get it until you said it either. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, 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 I don't feel so bad. Oh, no. <laughs> awkward um i didn't know if it was like a joke at first i was like is that really the name of the yeah well it's written out (laughs) as just area with an n but of course it's but you don't see it unless you're unless you're watching subtitles all i heard was aryan and then i immediately like saw nazi (laughs) in my mind (laughs) that ain't right (laughs) well i did like it too um and as uh, as I mentioned, I, I do identify with the character on a couple of different uh, levels. And I like that it's a way of talking about this from the black perspective without, without it being just such a downer. Because the subject is a real downer. And that you're able to, to put humor in it and still be respectful of the subject matter. Um, you know, I, yeah. and I think that was something that the uh, that the cartoon, the animations gave to it is is allowed a, allowed for a break in the tension while still talking about the issue. But now he's seeing these inanimate objects talking about the issue in funny voices um, before he has to, you know, kind of shake it off and it's like, oh, I've got to I've got to appear to be OK to the outside world, but I'm really not OK. Um and I do like I, I do like the way they they put it together, and I'm looking forward to season two because I do think he was a passive character to start with, and I think he was intended to be. And by the time that he he confronts the the officer in that uh, in that photo op crap at the end, he mm-hmm. he I, he makes the decision to to actually stand for something. So going forward in season two, it'll be interesting to see where that goes for him. So I think I think I'd have to give that give it um, uh, a good uh, eight out of ten uh, talking markers. (laughs) (laughs) That marker was funny. Oh, yeah. No, I I liked it, too. I liked, you know, I agree with pretty much what all you guys are saying that I really enjoyed Keefe as a character. I enjoyed his journey. And, and you know, you were rooting for the guy the whole time. At least I was. You know, yeah. is that... Santi's not, but Except yes. Santi, but he has no heart. Yeah, I think he sucks. He needs to stand up and fight for his right to be black and stuff. <laughs> I, I liked the fact that in... I mean, other than the asshole cop, everybody is... Nobody is bad, 
it's everybody trying to navigate a very, you know, complex issue that is a minefield and people are getting it wrong and people Mm. are doing their best and it coming out clumsy people are doing things that have unintended consequences and in a lot of discussion about race and about society and prejudice there is a lot of well you did it wrong and therefore you're a bad person and I oh, that gatekeeping nonsense. The gatekeeping yeah. nonsense. And I love the fact that, you know, on on both sides, both the white characters and the black characters, you know, they they're they're faulty and they're both trying to they're all trying to do the right thing according to what they think is the right thing and sometimes it doesn't work out. And I loved yeah. that bit of humanity that was added to the characters. And I I loved the development of particularly Keith and his journey into being like, you know what? Okay, I am going to take a stand and I'm going to do it with confidence. And however it goes, at least I know I'll be true to myself and this talking marker. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, particularly, let's, I'm trying to, what's the name of the episode? Uh, Prayers for Cubby, the second to last episode in particular mm-hmm. is the one about the, the koala the koala that one yeah. kicks you in the gut and it's just that one was the most in your face of of just like i don't know how else to tell you you should care about people kind of thing and um, mm-hmm. but i thought like all of them were really good at you know what you were saying michael of, of showing this complex fraught issue in a way that wasn't threatening I guess, you know, uh-huh. in a way that wasn't traumatic and, you know, re-traumatic for, for many people, while at the same time being really thoughtful and thought-provoking. Um, so I, I'm i also looking forward to what happens. And, and Keith, you, you go, boy. <laughs> so I am going to give it uh, eight and a half Flicks a beer in a racist face. <laughs> flick, flick, flick. Hooray for the beer flickers. How do you do half a flick? Beer flickers. Flick? Just take it and, you know, the cheaper the better. Just sploosh. Bunch <laughs> of Nazi, man. <laughs> because, as it shouldn't need to be said, black lives Blatter. fucking matter. Yep. We're tired of telling all this. Side of my face. I think that's a good song. Why we shouldn't have to keep telling y'all this. But hey, if you want, there's a Keith signed Black People for Rent. We can send one to you. And maybe you'll learn (laughs) that there. (laughs) Yeah, that was, you know. The unintended oh, no. consequence of art is all the people called in. It's like, hey, can I get a job being a black person for rent? It's like, no, what? No. Hey, I'm having a, uh, a party on my yacht and I want some diversity. Diversity, yes. It's uh, like, that. that's not how it works, y'all. 